All right. Uh, welcome to the ENC Leaders Podcast. And as you know, this is a place where we discuss what it means to be a, a leader on campus, to make disciples and reach other people on campus. And uh, this is designed for our volunteers, our small group leaders, our campus missionaries. And this is a unique situation in our nation, in the world, in that we are going through the uh, extended uh, quarantine because of COVID-19. And yet, as we've said on this platform, that this is not the time for us to shrink back as a church, but for us to actually trust God and to see Him move mightily. It doesn't mean that we're going to do everything the same as before or even the same output, but we're trusting God's grace and we're expecting that God will do something great because all things are under His control. Today, we have the, the, the joy and the privilege of interviewing Pastor Paolo Ponzalan from Victory Fort. He's our senior pastor in Victory Fort. And uh, we'll get him another time again to talk more about your backstory, Pastor Paolo, because your career path is really creative and it's all over the place. But part of the reason why we're talking with him today is, um, for me personally and a lot of other people who I've spoken to, we've been inspired, Pastor Paolo, about how you've been responding as an individual and even as a church during this whole COVID-19 crisis. Um, so how are you doing with it? Uh, how, how is it affecting you personally, your family, and, and your ministry? Well, first of all, Joe, thanks. Huh? Maraming salaman for uh, having me here today. Uh, when you asked me earlier, I said, "Am I, you know, should I be the one? But um, I guess you thought it would be me. But thanks for inviting. Uh, and it was literally said, earlier. It was like, a few hours ago. <laughs> Thank you for being game. <laughs> we're early. <laughs> but uh, you're asking how we're, we're doing. You know, to be honest, uh, well, the family's doing really well. We're, they're learning how to bake. They're learning how to cook. Uh, we're doing all the fun stuff. And that's nice. Uh, walks at night. That just never happened before. Well, so you can go out of your house, pa, in your neighborhood. Parang we're allowed naman around the village. Okay, the village. okay. Parang that's very, great. super very limited. Okay, para tsaka hindi pwedeng mahaba. Can't be very right. long. But anyway, um, you know, uh, to be honest, personally, adrenaline so high. I wake up about 5 a.m. almost every day. Um, I never did that. Uh, I'm not Effortlessly. I'm a, a sleepy head. But uh, I just, it's just, it, this is exciting for me. I'm just so pumped up. I yeah. know that God's doing something behind the scenes. I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, it's. I mean, it's. We can see the surface, and we know. Gosh, this is serious. There are people suffering. There are people dying, and yet, Lord, what are you gonna do uh, yeah. during this? I want to. Sorry, Joe. I want to preface that. Tamaka, and I. It, it will sound bad. Why am I excited? I don't wanna. I want people. I don't want people to feel to to think that. But it's just. I know God's doing something, and yeah. and I'm just. Um, my heart is broken. There was just a, a, a Kanina. I don't know if you saw on the news. There was just a, from from Quezon City. Uh, people just started, um, I don't know, running and some. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, Nathan shared that. And so it's just it's heartbreaking what's happening. Yeah. Um, but but at the same time, what could God be doing? And I want, that's why we wanted to talk to you about it, Pastor Paul, because um, seeing how even in the first week of the quarantine, it was almost like, have these guys been anticipated? Do you have a, a protocol for this? Did you know that this could happen? Because online services definitely, uh, Victory Ford has definitely done that well. But you had 
um, visits to the hospitals, uh, uh, relief goods for the poor. You had FaceTime calls with hospital people, uh, with, 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 with staff and doctors and nurses. Um, and then you had these leader lectures. I'm also in, and I know this is not, none of this is public, but I'm also in the Viber group still. Thank you for not kicking me out. But I can see that you've organized phone calls with small group leaders and they organize themselves into time slots and you're calling to them three to five at a time, praying together, checking up on each other. Where's all this coming from? What's, what's all this responsiveness and agility coming from? Um, you know, this is a very, very tough time, Joe. And to be honest, people want answers yeah. and people need answers. And um, we know the answer. We have the answer. And, but at the same breath, I don't want us to sound very simplistic now. Jesus is the answer, period. No. Yeah. But it, it, we want to be able to minister to the people's felt needs and then to bring them to the real need. And so mm. uh, the things that we're thinking about is how do, we, how do we shepherd our people during this time? How do we pastor them? How do we empower them, equip them, and establish them in the Word so that... So it's the same uh, as the four E's. <laughs> nothing new <laughs> but it's just how do we how do we give them a biblical mindset a, a worldview a life lens according to scripture because you know there's a lot of content online and you know people are consuming and so i hope that they're consuming biblical content and that uh, it it shapes and renews their mind uh, according to uh, as romans chapter 12 says and so that's what we want to be able to do uh for for the people Great. Uh, and I love that, that it's not like it's a, a new playbook. You know, it's not a, a different playbook or a different set. It's how do I engage? How do I establish? How do I equip? How do I empower? Now, here's the thing, though, and I'm, I'm going to press you a little bit on this. Sometimes, though, when we say, okay, it's the same playbook, that often means it's the same method. Hmm. And yet that's not what we're seeing with you. You know, that the, the FaceTime call, that's not in any book we've read that wasn't in any making disciples class and yet that's totally engaging that's totally social responsibility so where did those ideas come from joe the principles remain the same those principles will not change right. um, i was reading let me i was reading in mark chapter 2 verse 21 uh, and it talks about new wineskins mm -hmm. and when there's new and you know listen there, there's the gospel is the same the message yep. is the same uh, our God, uh, one, there's one Lord, same spirit, same God. And so there's, there's nothing that has changed. But right. is it possible that because the world is changing and, and, and the delivery system might be changing, um, then we need to make some adjustments along the way as well. So, so those adjustments are coming from this reality that the world's changing. The world's changing, um, you know. Before it's television, now it's in the internet. You know, uh, through the years, you think about the, the, the marketplace then was the Agora. And then the marketplace became the malls. Now it's the internet. That's, that's the place of education. That's the place of everything. And so ideas things, clashing. Yeah. Ideas, yeah. Everything's, uh, things change. Principles are, never, are the same. They never change. So. Right. And uh, we were talking about this with some staff. And this is not to say... And I'm sure you, you believe this, Ikaupa, that, that we believe in a purely digital expression of the church. Uh, in fact, I like what uh, 
uh, Seth Trimmer was sharing in that video where this is not the new normal. We're not going to be sitting in front of computer screens for the rest of our lives. That being said, though, we were, this is what we were discussing with our staff. This is not the new normal, yes. However, we are not going to go back to the way things were completely. Um, there will be new things, uh, new discoveries people will have. We could have meetings on Zoom without having to wear pants, and it will be just as fruitful. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> um, but So I, here's another thing that I wanted to ask. How do you have a team like that? Because I know your team in the fort. I know TJ. I know Janelle. Na parang ganon lang sila yung game, subok lang, uh, try lang. Alam mo yon. Yeah, you know, you've heard that, diba? You you you'll miss 100% of the shots you don't take. And you, to be honest, when you make a shot, you'll mess up. There will be times you'll mess up. Uh, you might even get reprimanded <laughs> for innovating. Or Let's, I want to hear more innovate. about that. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, but you know what? Um, we, we, a failure is never a failure in my perspective because before you get to 3.0, there's 1.0, there's 2.0, and then you'll get to 3.0. And That's so great. you learn from the mistakes and you make adjustments along the way, but don't, I, don't, I never consider a failure a failure. That's really encouraging because, again, you know, you guys are inspiring in the fort, but also it's like, I mean, look at that operation, look at that setup. But no one's saying be the fort. No one's saying do what the fort is doing, but do something. Move. Start with the yeah. principles and look at your people. And I, I, um, yeah, I, I, I actually learned that from your dad. Uh, he has the saying, Lahat pwede. Diba? And so it's, it's hard to translate that in English. Pero kasi iba yung pag in English mo na eh. But, but, Anything's but, possible. Everything. Yeah, anything's possible. Something like that. Diba? Parang pag lahat pwede, it's like, yeah, let's try it out. Diba? Yung, obviously, there are parameters. Diba? Obviously, yeah, yeah. there are boundaries. Diba? And so, but, but let's try it out because, you know, um, you might be considered as somebody who, kasi some of the, some of the best innovations come from the great, uh, craziest ideas. And so, seriously, and the people who were considered as crazy and yeah. mad are actually some of the innovators that we have today. And so I'm not saying we innovate for innovation's sake. I'm not yeah. saying that. We yeah. have a mission. We have a vision. Don't be crazy for crazy's sake. Yeah. We want to be able to bring the gospel and proclaim it. I love that. And, and, and I've... I've heard that from my dad, and I've heard that from my dad in Victory Fort staff meetings, where often it would be someone tentatively saying, um, "My idea lang ako, and then he would immediately assure with, "Lahat pwede, sabihin mo, parang ganon." Tapos minsan di naman we don't get past the talking part; we realize it's not worth it. But at least it was able to be explored and able to be tabled. And that idea could actually be a trigger to the next brilliant oh, idea. Yeah, yeah. Great. That's really encouraging. Now, a, a few things, Pastor Pao. You've said that sometimes you could get it wrong. What are times that you've done something and you're like, ugh, that wasn't good? Because I think that's what people are afraid of. You know, I, I don't want to mess up. And that's why it's easier to stick to well-established paths, even yeah. though they might not be as effective anymore. Yeah, you know, um, I want to say that be ready to make a mistake. Okay. It's 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 gonna happen. You're okay. gonna mess. Okay. I mean, I've messed up so many times. Uh, there was this event before called Fun Fest, and so uh, we had to. That shoot was that. good. Huh? 
That was good for a while. For a while. For a while. And you know, you ask, when do you innovate? When do you stop innovating? Or when do you think that's gone too far? Well, one, when you're driving your team to the ground. Uh, mm-hmm. That's one of the things that, for me, I, my, I'm only as good as my team, our team. And so I, I cannot do anything of what we're doing now if, if, if it were not for our team. Right. And right. so we have to have a strong team. We have to have a rested team. Last week, Tuesday, I called all the meetings off. I said, ceasefire. Rest, because we've been on adrenaline for how many days now? Yeah. And so nobody is taking Sabbath because this is not right. So I don't want anything on work chat. I don't want any. And then I would I post uh, memes there and saying, ceasefire, ceasefire. And so don't even mention anything. So we have to take care of our team. We want to, and when we're driving people to the ground, that's wrong. When results are not according to the purpose and the vision. Right. It became just fun. That fun fest, that thing, that the Halloween alternative, it just became fun. But when energies are spent that don't bring the desired results, that's good. Then that's, we need to stop that thing. Yeah, because we could have said, you know, there were hundreds, if not thousands of kids and families showing up, but were they getting discipled? Were they uh, getting to know Jesus, you know? Or was this just an alternative to another party where victory throws the best parties? And actually uh, commended you for, you know, if it was like a, the expression, I'm so sorry for the animal rights activists here, but shoot the sacred, uh, shoot your dogs, right? That was the that was the expression that you were the one who pulled the trigger yourself, even though it was your pet project. Yeah, yeah, and and that's the thing, Joe. Um, we have to be able to evaluate and assess. Yeah. Um, and if it's no longer effective, and if it's there's no sacred cows, if there if it's no longer working, if it's not even accomplishing the purpose, yeah, then, there's there's nothing written on stone here. And the purpose is the same, deba. Honor God, make disciples, change the campus, change the world. Yeah. How does that look? But be ready to make mistakes. I love that. Yeah. Um, I also like what you said about running your team to the ground. I know this is you personally. I saw you this in your Instagram stories and you, we were chatting about this, about the danger of overworking during this time. And, and sometimes innovation can be an expression of anxiety pala, where it's not coming from a healthy place with God. It's more like, I got to do something. I got to do something. Being left behind. So any comments about that as yeah. someone who's running in the front of the pack? <laughs> I was listening to Seth Trimmer and Greg Mitchell's podcast yeah. uh, two days ago, and I, I, it was incredibly helpful, but remarkably convicting. And so it's just like, um, that, Lord, I had to check my heart. Am I, are we dishing content because we're anxious yeah. that we want to make sure that people are still with us, that we uh, want to make sure... That we're getting the tithes and the offerings. Are mm-hmm. we making sure? Leaders, some of us have not attended, right? Yeah. Are we making sure that, but in, that? Will there be a church to come back to if we're not connected to them? And so it, it was. It, you know, I had to check my heart. Lord, am I am I doing this out of anxiety and fear, or am I really wanting to shepherd our people? Yeah. Am I really wanting to fulfill your purpose, the stewardship you've given us, the campus, the next generation, the. Uh, discipleship reaching the lost you know so so that that was a a check for me yeah that was am i over functioning because you know when anxiety happens you can either be under functioning you're, you're there's apathy shut down oh 
shut down, don't do anything, or you can be over-functioning. Yeah. You want to make sure you're, you have all your tasks ticked off on the list. So, and achiever yung, ano eh, number two ko na strengths finder. So, anyway, so there. Thank you for being honest about that. And I think that balance is something we all will have to wrestle with. And maybe, you know, we tend to swing back and forth, you know, where I over-function and after a while, I'll do nothing, you know, because I've done too much for God already. When God's looking for abide in me, steady rhythm, just stay, learn my ways, walk with me, listen to the Holy Spirit. And we'll get I love that. I, I, I want to stress that. Sabi Jesus, you cannot do anything unless you abide in me. Mm. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Yeah. So, so how, how important is that? Because a tree, when it's healthy, it'll naturally bear fruit. Nice. We never see a farmer with a whip in front of a tree saying, bam, bear fruit. But you, you abide, you connect to the vine, you connect to, the whole, to, to God. And, and, and as you do, ministry is always and has to always be a, an overflow of, yeah. of that relationship. That's awesome. Pastor Pao, uh, I don't know how long we've been going, but I want to hear some stories. And uh, I want to give a little bit of backstory. Then I want to hear more of a backstory from you. Okay. And one of the, really one of the most encouraging things we heard um, recently with the COVID-19 is how uh, the Every Nation building is now open for medical frontliners in Taguig. And I know a little bit about this because um, Pastor Gilbert called for a meeting with us in the executive team one day. Or I don't know if it was a meeting or just a chat. Like he just said, hey guys, I just got off the phone with Paolo. He has this wild idea. What do you guys think? So yeah. I want to hear that first. Like where, where did that come from? So you thought of this. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm careful to... Anyway, but just... Um, I was praying one morning. Not, I, you don't want to brag, okay? I just, and I, mm -hmm. I, I know that, okay? And uh, can I just say for, for anybody who might be doubting, as, some, as a good friend of Pastor Pao, he is the last person to take credit. I mean, Siguro, you're, you're even going to say, well, I just saw it from something that I read or something that was modeled to me, <laughs> of course. But also, I, I like the journey because I love how textbook this was how the whole team worked together and everybody's strengths came together to make this happen. So where did um, it come from? <laughs> Joe, one morning I was, I was praying, one of the 5.30 a.m. wake-up times, and I knew there was a need. Um, I've always thought myself, Joe, as somebody who's called to serve. And, so, and, and the call to serve, the function right now is leading, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. And so, um, and there is a need. If so your I, call I, to service was to, to take out the garbage, that's what you would do. Yeah. It's just oh, that yeah. right now, the call to service asks you to leave. It's to leave, right? And so I, I messaged uh, Gilbert and Gigi 830. I said, uh, because I had to wait until, you know, I guess I didn't want to. A decent him. hour, yes. Thank you for <laughs> doing that. <laughs> but uh, it was a few minutes before, you know, you guys had to meet. To meet. And so, I said, you know, what if, what if, you know, um, I, I, I was reading an article uh, about the Church, Church of Christ. This was in 1918 when there was a pandemic, the influenza virus that hit globally. 50 million at least died and 500 lives affected. And so, and so I said, you know, that was 100 years ago. 
Yeah. A hundred years from now, this coronavirus is going to be in the history books. I was just so moved. I said, a hundred years from now, what will history say about the church? In my mind, I was just like, Lord, again, it's not so that the church can get glorified, to be glorified. It's, it's Lord, so that you, that the church becomes a witness, that the church um, becomes salt and light. Matthew 5, 16 says, let your light shine among all men so that they may see good works and that they may give glory to your Father who is in heaven. And so, parang yun lang, sabi ko, Lord, what would be, paano to, how do we do this, diba? Yeah. And so I messaged them, I said, what if we do this, diba? I mean, obviously we can't accommodate everyone. Yeah, yeah. What if, just a little bit, diba? Tulungan lang natin kasi we prayed, we prayed with them last, uh, two days ago, because uh, they were, the, the nurses, Joe, they were in tears and they were just like, we don't know what to do. We're scared for our lives. But at the yeah. same, this is the calling that we've been given is to serve and help the patients. And so yeah. we prayed with them and so I said, what can we do as a church? And so I said, let's, let's open our doors. It, it, it's, a, it's ludicrous. It sounds radical. It sounds crazy. And uh, I may get fired for this, but that's okay. Uh, I'm throwing this at you and submit. Uh, I will submit to your decision, the leadership decision. But I'm just, at least this is an idea. If you want to, uh, if you think this is a great idea, great. If it's a ridiculous idea, out the window. Uh, and then, so a few minutes later, Pastor Gilbert uh, poses it to us in the executive team. And unanimously, everyone was like, this is great. And then we have a lot of considerations, though, because that's the thing with innovation and trying something new. It's not going to be easy. There's a lot you're going to have to think about. Yeah. And so people started pitching like, this is great, but what about this? What about that? You know, like we need to have a task force. And that's what I want to hear about because I, oh gosh, with all these online meetings we've had, that was one that I was like, man, I wish there were recordings of that meeting. So it was you, um, May Perez who leads Real Life and is an expert organizer of events and mounter of events and also leads our uh, disaster relief efforts around the nation. You know, whenever there's something wrong, she'll coordinate for, for help of all kinds, physical, psychological, financial, and everything. And then you had uh, Pastor Dennis Isleta, who was a military colonel before. And then Pastor Richie Lianto, our senior pastor in Malate, who was a, who was an epidemiologist. Like, I was yeah. just laughing to myself, thinking, I wonder if Pastor Richie is like, I never thought this day would come where my two greatest <laughs> career paths would merge in one uh, thing. So what were those meetings like? Um, you know, everybody was pumped up. Everyone was excited. Um, it was just, again, I gave that 100 years from now spiel. And I just... Yeah. Let's let's do this, and um, and so everyone was was of course you know there were questions there were this we need to consider yeah, yeah. what if yeah, we have a yeah. preschool we have one thousand eight hundred children that go to service on a weekend uh, and so we had to call uh, companies who who do disinfecting uh, facilities and all that so we had to do our homework and we had to coordinate with with the hospitals. We had to talk to, I had to talk, we had to talk to the mayor. We had to talk to the city government. We wow. had to talk to the barangay captain. Because we want to make sure we're doing all the protocols right. And right, so, right. Tama. so, and then plus we need to be covered. So, barang, the barangay captain of Fort Bonifacio, we had to talk to them as well. 
they're all for it but of course like this morning they had to check uh may mga, they had to do some uh, checks and inspect yeah, yeah. which makes sense i mean we don't want to make the situation worse no the other inspiring thing has been the uh, response of the christians yeah. uh, of just believers of all kinds and yeah. uh, i was looking at the pictures it's just been overwhelming and miss may said and i think you said also like it doesn't it's never more than a couple of days you say hey we need help anybody know where to find this and something arrives our people are ridiculous they're just insane insanely generous it's like these are men and women some of them have lost their jobs some of them their business is falling apart and yet alam mo yung corinth yung yeah. yung welling up in rich generosity in spite of 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 sacrifices of, yeah, yeah, yeah. of difficult times and so it's just i'm seeing that we're seeing that in action and and we're just so blessed to see because uh, we again in 24 hours we had everything we need for to launch you had the washing uh, I mean, machine talking, yeah we had we had three washing machines and three dryers pwede na nga tayong maglaundromat eh after this thing and so it was ridiculous donated okay brand new and then we have all the scrub suits the the uh slippers the food everything was provided for it, within 24 hours and then of course the next day we had a few more items we had to send out and so um you know again within that 24 hours those extra items were also uh, uh, met and so you know just how people have responded in times of their own personal difficulty and business difficulty yeah has been just amazing and and we're uh, you know point highlighting this example and i i love that story behind it and uh i do hope to interview pastor richie here also and to hear his perspective pastor epidemiologist um but it's not the only one you know i mean we go to if you go to victory.org.ph slash good news 2020 there's so many and Maybe they're not that scale of opening an entire building for people, but there's people, it, it's like, you know, everyone doing what they can, okay. you know. Um, it's also encouraging how in the body of Christ this is happening. So what I heard is what Pastor Manny shared this idea while, while we were working on it uh, with other churches. And CCF did it, and they actually opened their doors a couple of days ahead of us. And that's encouraging that, the church being the church, you know, the, the body of Christ serving at this time. Yeah. Thanks, Pastor Pao. Well, uh, before we go, any encouragement for a young leader, maybe they're a student leader who's thinking, what can I do? You know, I can't even get out of my house. I have so many needs at home. Uh, I, I, I spend five hours a day going, you know, to the grocery. I can't get that much done. Or maybe they're a campus missionary and they're, they're thinking about their, their students and they're thinking, what, what could we do with all of this happening? Yeah. Joe, every challenge, you can always find an opportunity. Uh, there's always opportunities. And so for me, I think that's why we need to abide. If it, we need to be sensitive. We need to be connected to the Holy Spirit. Parang, in our hearts, Lord, what do you want me to do? What What is it that you're asking me to do? If it's to give groceries, great. If it's to open the building, wonderful. If it, What is it that you're asking me to do? Yeah. And so uh, I want to challenge us to uh, get on, just stay 
in that zone of being connected every single day. Because, you know, there's a lot of content out there yeah. and we can get sucked into, you know, social media and Netflix. But, um, but listen, have times of quietness and, and give margins to your day and say, Lord, what is it? What are you trying to do? Because, um, you know, the, the verse in I think it's Psalm 121, uh, he who neither sleeps nor slumbers. No. So God neither sleeps nor slumbers. So when we work, he's at work. When we're asleep, he's at work. When we yeah. wake up, he's still at work. And so our goal, when we wake up, 4.30, 5.30, 7 o'clock, 10 o'clock, however, whenever we wake up, we fling our life just like riding that wave so that we can see. We, we'll, we'll, the church will go farther if yeah. we actually ride the wave of his grace, if we allow him yeah. to move in our, in our lives through us. And so I want to encourage you, uh, connect with him, and then think big. Think big. Um, our God is big. Yeah. Our God is amazingly huge. And there is nothing that's impossible for him. He, whatever we can ask or imagine, because he is, he is incredibly able to do it way beyond what you can ask or imagine. So think big, think radical. Uh, um, you, you maybe thought of ludicrous. That's fine sometimes, but at least you tried. Uh, and some of the best innovations, as I said, came from crazy ideas. And so, um, but again, that's why we need to be connected to the yeah. Holy Spirit. So, I love that. Pastor Paul, could you pray for us as we end this interview? That's yeah. amazing. So wait, let's do the three points. Stay connected to God and then think big. Love it. Let's pray. Yeah. Heavenly Father, we thank you for, Lord, the opportunity that is before us. This is our best moment, even as Pastor Adam Mabry said. And this is a time by which, Lord, we can see as, as Matthew 5.16 says, Lord, that we can let our light shine so that others will see the good works, not to us, but to you alone be the glory, so that the Father in heaven will be glorified. That's the prayer. And so, Lord, I pray for all the leaders listening in, Lord, that there would just be a sense of, ah, Lord, what the, what the, what do you want me to do, Lord? And it's like, um, I want to, I want to, you know, uh, I, I want to be first connected to you because I'm, as I'm connected, because apart from you, I can do nothing. And so as I'm connected, I'm going to do this for you, Jesus. And so Lord, I pray, Lord, that we would, you would just widen the way we think, open up our, 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 our eyes and our, our, our minds to what else you can do for us and through us, Lord. And I bless all the leaders and the campus missionaries listening. I thank you, Lord, that what they have um, before them is an incredible, incredible opportunity. And we're not doing this by ourselves. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Pastor Paul, I'm, I'm so pumped up. Thank you for this. <laughs> thank you. I'll see you later. Thank you. All right. All Thanks, right, Joe. signing Bye. off. Uh, hope this encouraged you guys. And uh, stay connected to God. And let's dream big.